Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the Fly With Us podcast. This podcast is bringing the art of conversation, self-love, self-care, mental health care and protection, life lessons, love lessons, and everything in between. Today, we're going to talk about retail therapy as self-care. I'm Lady Bounce. I'm your boy, Picket Fence. And we are joined by a special guest, and I will let her introduce herself. My name is Elu. Hello, hello, hello. All right, Sir Pickett. All right, let's jump into this mindfulness minute. Instead of buying the latest smartphone, the coolest new car, the best new laptop, buy several small things, fancy chocolates, nice candles, some music for your phone. It will actually make you feel happier to indulge in frequent small pleasures than to buy more extravagant and expensive delights. After all, you don't get twice as much happiness from buying a car that is twice as expensive as another model. Use some of that money to pay for a weekend getaway with the friends and family. Word up. Word up. So we're talking about retail therapy here, the joys, the delights, the needs, the necessities of that great shopping trip in which you two took a part in yesterday. Is that correct? That would be correct. That would be, that would be true. <laughs> so so let's, let's, let's hear about this. Well... I was in need of clothes, severely, greatly, if you would. Um, So I came to my parents and I said, um, I need clothes. Look here. Um, I don't know what we're going to do about it, but uh, we need to go shopping. And my father then tells me, I know what y'all are doing tomorrow. Y'all going shopping. So (laughs) began the shopping trip of getting in the car. Let's go shopping. (laughs) Yeah, what she said. <laughs> so, did you um, with the with the shopping trip? Okay, you went because you needed something, but were you looking for something in particular, or just when you got to the store, if it struck you, that's what you were buying? Did you go in with a mindset? I did kind of go in with a mindset, but not really. I kind of just like knew what my style was and what colors I wanted and what colors I didn't want. But other than that, if it struck my eye, I was like, oh, this is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, I ended up with far more things than I (laughs) intended going into the store for, which tends to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, You go into a Dollar General looking for oil in a pan and you come out with said oil in a pan and 50 books or thousands of dollars worth of candy, you know. So it was very, you know, it was a fun experience. I didn't really have a mindset. I just kind of like went in there and was like, hmm, this is cute. Okay, so without telling us a, a dollar amount, did you have a budget in mind when you went or you were just like, whatever it costs, this is what it costs and that's that? I definitely had a budget, definitely went over budget, but (laughs) Um, yeah, definitely had a budget. Okay. So so you had a budget and you went over budget. I did. Did that make you feel a certain way about going over budget or you were just happy that you got the stuff that you wanted? 
well the thing with going over budget it was it wasn't like I didn't go far over budget like I didn't go like an excessive amount I went maybe twenty dollars over budget if I were to give a number you know so it's not like you know I I definitely tried to stay to the budget while I was shopping it just like taxes and you know things like that it brings up but I feel I me mean, I feel decent about it you know I don't feel like I you know story I'm looking for buyer's remorse yeah <laughs> Like I'm proud. I'm proud of myself that I was very close to my budget. Like I didn't go too far off or I didn't go too far under. Like I definitely didn't. I'm definitely proud of myself for not shopping like extreme cheapskate style. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't have enough money for this, or maybe I need to look for this, or maybe I, you know I didn't go shopping like that. I went shopping for. Is this something I need? And then this is something I can find in the clearing session, or is this something that? I can get for a little cheaper. Is there a deal I can get with this? Is there a way for me to possibly get a discount? Can I get something off? Do I have any discount codes on me? You know, that's kind of how I tend to shop. Okay. Um, yeah. Now, what about to, you, Lady Bounce? You went shopping too, right? Yeah. Um, I, I did go shopping and um, I went with... I went with the budget, but not really. Um, it was more like I am in need of an update to my look and to my wardrobe. I've had some weight losses and some weight gains. And so I'm just in need of basically a whole new ramp, uh, revamping to my wardrobe. So shopping is typically um, not something that I do for self-care. Um, when I think about self-care, think about doing things that, that make me feel good or make me feel relaxed, shopping is usually not at the top of my list. However, I do believe in retail therapy. It does feel good to kind of be able to spend money and not worry about it. You know, like I could go on a shopping spree in the Dollar Tree and be just as happy if I went to the mall and spent $1,000 on a wardrobe because for me, it does the same thing for my brain. Um, and I definitely, definitely enjoy buying things for other people more than I do buying things for myself. So when it comes to shopping for myself, it's kind of hard to do because I'm always like, do I really need this? And I don't need this and I can get by with what I already have. Let me buy something for somebody else. So I'm, I'm working on that as a means of self-care because retail therapy is good self-care and I do need the clothes. So why not? Mm-hmm. So how about you? Did you, feel any, did you feel any buyer's remorse after your shopping trip? No, I, I did get like one pair of pants that I don't think is going to properly fit and I have to take them back. I'm not really looking forward to that, which is probably why I don't like shopping too much because I don't like to have to go back if something doesn't fit or if it doesn't have the right look. And right now, because stores are still doing COVID procedures, the fitting rooms are closed. Mm -hmm. So had the fitting room been open, I could have avoided getting the wrong size that I now have to take back. But trying on clothes adds another level of anxiety to shopping um, that I don't always like, because I really don't like to try on clothes either. So, you know, I guess I'm I'm definitely um, an online shopper, but 
when it comes to buying clothes, there are certain things you just have to buy in the store because you have to try them on first. So yeah, it's just it was like a mix of emotions. I was happy to you know to be there. I wore something comfortable that was easy to take off in case I did have to try something on. And then not being able to try something on, I was like, ugh. So by the time we hit about three or four stores, of course, now my feet hurt and I'm ready to go home and I'm over the whole experience. Like, just forget it. We got what we got. Let's go. But I realized that she was enjoying the trip and being out of the house and walking through the mall. And so I, I indulged to make her happy and that felt good it always feels good to you know make somebody else feel good through your actions and activities you know as a means of self-care now now you guys strictly got clothes you guys you didn't get a lunch or pedicures anything like that this was strictly a clothing shopping trip right Yes, but it wasn't because we didn't walk past four nail shops and think about going to get a pedicure after we hit our third store because those feet were definitely hurting on on both of us. And we're like, we should just pop in here and get a pedi right quick. And then they're everywhere. It's like you cannot walk in somewhere or be somewhere and there not be one. It's a like it's like a temptation. It's like it's oh, there's a nail salon always around. Always. Yes, we we drove past three and then there were three inside the mall so yeah a lot of nail shops a lot of temptation there to just pull up but no we didn't have lunch she got something to eat but I did not I was like you know there was really nothing at the mall that I wanted to eat the place that I would have eaten at was closed um actually both of the places that I would have eaten at were both closed so no I didn't eat but she got to to indulge in her favorite uh, Chinese American food. <laughs> now, now, how long was this shopping trip that you guys took yesterday? <laughs> uh, probably about four, four hours from start to finish. Yeah. Okay. So, not only did you guys get a chance to have retail therapy as self care, but you also got to have mother daughter binding bonding for self-care also so you mm-hmm. kind of knocked out two self-care experiences in one day and a driving yes. lesson so and a driving lesson yes always the driving lesson always <laughs> so, the so greatest part <laughs> so let, let's let's talk about that you know not only the retail therapy aspect of it but the the bonding of mother a mother-daughter day i guess we could call it it's definitely a day like it's definitely just a fun day all around you know I get to talk with my mom about things that I'm not going to say in front of my father I get to talk about things of just girl things or just girl talk or just teenage talk with her mom and it feels kind of like a a thing of like oh I can talk to you let's 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 ha- let's have a, let's converse you know it's very um and it's very real like my mom is not a sugarcoater. She's not going to sit here and tell me, oh, you're doing great. No, she's going to tell you, this looks terrible. You should try again. You know, it's very, <laughs> it's always a very real experience when it comes to talking with my mother. And it is, and sometimes it does not be things you want to hear. Like you, <laughs> it, 
it sometimes it, it'll crush your spirit. It'll crush your spirit. But it's the best thing that you could possibly get is straight up real talk. This is not for you. This is what you need to do. Here's what you're doing wrong. <laughs> you know, straight up real talk is is great. <laughs> So, so how, how about on your end, Lady Bounce? Um, I don't know. I feel kind of bad now. Like, I feel like the mean mom or something. Like, never. You know, I was just like, I thought I was imparting words of wisdom, and and definitely, um, when talking to to her, you know, she is right that I I do keep it real, and sometimes keep it real to you know to a fault. But these are lessons that I want to make sure that she gets. And some of them are lessons that I didn't get that I discovered along the way. So I definitely, you know, if I want to, um, you know, I definitely want her to be able to see some of the pitfalls that I fell into that nobody warned me about or just some things that you don't have any advice for because you didn't go through them, you know, yourself. So like for my mom and grandma, a lot of the things that, that I'm telling her that she's probably going to face were things that were not in their wheelhouse or in, in their world when they were growing up. So they couldn't tell me how to avoid them or how to deal with them once they came up because it just wasn't something that they had to deal with. So when talking to, to her, I tried to you know let her know, hey, these things are out here and you might be thinking about it one way, but here's another perspective to think about this very same thing or whatever. So I definitely, you know, want to want to make sure that I'm always telling her the real and giving her the real advice and a real story, because I want her to hear from me and experience it from me before she has to experience it the hard way from somebody in the street. But it, it definitely is. Um, it's a nice experience to know that she does want to talk to me because a lot of teenagers don't talk to their parents about stuff and then things happen and the parents are like, well, I had no idea and I didn't know this and, you know, I didn't know that. So I'm, I'm very happy that she talks to me so then I won't be that parent to be like, oh, well, I didn't, I didn't know she was into this or, you know, into that. So the fact that she feels comfortable enough to tell me these things means that I have done something right along the way. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, that's very important. We've talked about this on the show before it, it um you know you guys the talk that there's situations where parents don't get to talk to their kids kids don't learn their their parents history let alone their grandparents and great grandparents and it's just like there's always been stuff that's been like a history of things that you don't talk about in the family and we, like i said we've talked about that on the show before mm -hmm. that i think that it is at least important that kids get an oral history of as far back as they can get it from um, either talking with a parent or a grandparent a great grandparent you know um, a lot of kids don't even have a chance to know they're great well I say it's different nowadays because kids have kids at 15 and so your grandma's 45 and so it's different your grandma's 45. so it's different than uh when I was growing up like um, besides Bible class, I don't think I really had too many conversations with my grandmother. And by the time I came along, my great grandparents were long gone. So I think that it's very important that, you know, we get to share at least an oral history with our kids and grandkids. And, and like I said, you guys 
knocked out two self-care adventures in one time. <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's really dope. Um, so, you know, we'll break into the, what the self-care assignment is for this week. Same like you guys had a great time shopping. So that's going to be the self-care assignment for this week. Do some retail therapy. And remember, it doesn't have to be something that's very expensive. Um, like they both mentioned, you could just go on a shopping spree at Dollar General or the Dollar Tree or your local record store. You, you can hit the used section in the record store or movie store if you have those still in your town. We have a couple like along with Omega, we have second time around and you can collect, a, you know, uh, quite a bit of old used music um, that, that brings fond memories to you. Um, you could go on a shopping spree at Walmart. Just, you know, pick up those little small things that are going to bring you some sense of joy. Um, and I'm sure you will break it down how you get that joy and the brain science. But that is the self-care assignment. Take yourself on a mini shopping spree. I like it. Like it. On. So let's get into my favorite part of the show. Doom, 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 doom. Brain science, 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 science. <laughs> All right. So this week, our brain science is talking about what shopping does to the brain. So by now, the notion of retail therapy has become a modern cliche. And yet it's the rare popular idea that is actually backed by scientific evidence. As usual, the brain chemical to credit or blame for our pleasure in this case, the pleasure of shopping is dopamine. The neurotransmitter surges when you're considering buying something new, anticipating a reward, or in other words, a sale. By the way, they give us an even harder kick to the brain. We're constantly comparing what we expect with what we actually perceive. So when an unforeseen benefit enters our cognitive field, like 30% off, the dopamine really spikes. The biological point isn't to land you in debtor's prison. Dopamine encourages exploration by rewarding us when we stumble upon something salutary. This chemical response is commonly called a shopper's high, likening it to the rush that can come with gambling or drinking. Hmm. Interesting enough, though, your brain calculates how buying an object of desire will feel before you consciously consider whether to purchase it. So perhaps you set a strict budget for yourself after New Year's, but then you encounter something delectable and you zap. Your neurotransmitters go off, your neurological flares go up, and your best laid plans are now ruined as you bought something new. When you can't see inside your own brain as you ponder that $900 leather jacket, researchers now can. Hmm. Neuroscientists scanned people's brains as they considered a range of products and noted that a region called the nucleus accumbens, AKA your pleasure center, show more activity. That's to be expected, but here's where things get interesting. When the study volunteers were given prices for the items, the part of their prefrontal cortex associated with executive functioning, particularly decision-making, lit up, as did the intella, which is an area impacted in processing pain. The subjects and the busiest intellects were those most likely to decide against a purchase. Hmm. It's a nerdy way to think about something you know intuitively. There are times when the pain of parting with your hard-earned cash outweighs the pleasure of new stuff. 
So put it in another way. Sometimes too much spending can hurt. Hmm. So what can you do about it? I'm glad you asked. For some people, though, the immediate gratification of shopping always seems to outweigh the reckoning of any suffering. A new area of psychological research focuses on shopping addiction. Not so long ago, excessive shopping was understood to be a compulsion. Now experts argue that it is an addiction or can become one. To call something an addiction suggests that developing a tolerance for it is possible. It also insinuates, I had to cut out the other word, it also insinuates that it requires a larger dose to get the same effect. You'll find yourself needing more and more. That is not the case, they think, when it comes to shopping. This is something that they are still studying. So if you notice that you have a shopper's addiction, you can scale it back. You don't have to spend hundreds of dollars every time you shop. 20 or $30 will give you the same high as a $300 shopping spree. So, word up that word is up. that is weird and crazy because like a 300 dollar purchase would send me into anxiety <laughs> like i just spent 300 dollars. did i need to spend 300 see <laughs> yeah that's that's when you go back to the mindfulness minute that you can make several smaller purchases and have that same feeling of a big purchase now once your pockets become bigger when you're this fancy doctor then you won't mind <laughs> spending three hundred dollars whenever you need to i like that well yeah, yeah. so picky you have Word a up, way, yes you you have a way for people to part with some money that will enhance their brain activity and their self-care can you tell us what that is Yes, please consider becoming a patron of the Fly With Us podcast for as little as a dollar a month, or if you can spare $5 a month, you will help us be able to continue to bring useful information for the mind, body, and the spirit. Um, you can check below, or you can check in the, the box, the description box on how you can become a patron. We're on patron.com backslash fly with us podcast um like i said the information will be in the description box and on the screen if you're watching this on facebook or youtube that will help ensure us that we can continue to upgrade and what the equipment will help us continue our studies because we are both frequently class takers and book purchasers <laughs> and we love diving into this information and we can chop the information up to you for small bites to digest my little birds <laughs> so that you can eventually fly with us and don't forget that you can always get a daily self-care assignment from us by following us on facebook ig or twitter whichever is your preferred social media um so please like share and subscribe Definitely share. Tell a friend about us so that we can grow this community of people that are flying together to better themselves so that we can better this world. Word up. I like it. And with that said, you can catch us next week. I'm Lady Bounce. I'm your boy Picket Fence. I'm Elu. And we out of here. Peace. <laughs>